0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 126 of the Bono Podcast where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Jingle. Welcome back. I'm pretty sure it's 126. I may have missed the show notes up. I feel like that's where we are about now, which is ridiculous. Anyway, I'm Ben, and once again I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. BT, how are you? Hello, very good, thank you. Good, good, good. And we've got our 3D printing correspondent, Ian Triple pal Triplo trips, you keep it alright? I'm not too bad, not too bad. See, the lights in the background, I'm going to have to come up with it. You're going to look like Captain Scarlet or something. There is something oh, going yeah. on in the background with the lighting. And we've broken Miltonio Banderas out of prison, and he is back with us today. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I I'm, I'm, up, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hasn't, from hasn't been my, like, a
1: yeah, <laughs> few
0: weeks stint. Yeah, community service. No, Milton, you had um, you had a bit of a uh, flu, didn't you? I think I think yeah, it's doing the rounds. So it
1: was doing the rounds. <laughs> I'm all good now. Feeling better. <laughs>
0: good, good, cool. Um, other than disparaging comments, Ben, what are we talking about on the podcast today? Uh,
1: just vampires.
0: Just yeah. just vampires.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean they're out. We can mull it over. I mean you guys have had a couple of games with them, um, or a game with them, and uh yeah no i, I think it'll be fun to talk about
0: yeah what we're gonna do is we'll talk through the roster we'll talk through uh some of the positionals we'll talk through the bloodlust rule um we did a live stream last week so trips we had the ian off full-on ian versus ian action uh on the live stream and um it was awesome to get the new roster properly on the go there's a ton of people playing a load of games with them as well and i think it's really cool to see and milton i kind of feel like you're kind of like the, the team of legends representative in the, t- in the in the in the in the, the team i don't know why i just have this vibe that like every time it's just like oh sure off the next off the next chorus the next so um it'll be good to kind of catch up around teams of legend and whether we think it's a, a safe environment as well as we move on but we've got a little bit of news a little bit of hobby and then like ben said all about vampires okay we're recording again we've come back before we start i just want to say milton has not been to jail i ju- I, I was going because milton was ill milton was ill so i was gonna say we've broken him out of the hospital and then i was like well no i don't want to say that because that sounds really serious <laughs> and i was like well where else do you break someone out of and i was like oh obviously jail <laughs> yeah Like, oh sorry so i mean your street cred's gone up yeah. yeah that's um, true yeah street Milton <laughs> street Greg Milton get your <laughs> rosters in online on time um, the last person who didn't get their roster in is the reason Milton <laughs> was in jail um, so <laughs> <clears throat> things that are not true anyway on to things that are true we'll bounce into news uh, there's no blood bowl news again no it's alright I feel like this is an episode where I feel like it's okay to say that there's no blood bowl news um, I know that Kirov Krakenface is up for pre order from Forge World, but. Eh. talked about him? Eh. I'm still, actually, I'm still. I know that in Blood Bowl 3, he's got Edge 3. Mm-hmm. Plus. I'm still not sold. I'm still not what? sold that he's going to end up properly having Edge 3. Plus. Why? I Because he's a Dark Elf.
1: He's going to be so broken if he's... If he can't he's see, Ben. Yeah, he's he got a helmet see. on.
2: Yeah. That's why he's Edge
1: 3+. And tentacles.
2: Yeah, he's <laughs> carrying that around on his face. He can't it's like, see. <laughs> Yeah, you, you stick a plate over your face and, like, a mass of, like, I don't know, tentacles and
0: try and try and dodge on a 2+. plus. Do you know, I actually bought one of those, like, woolly hat Cthulhu things before? Like, with the Cthulhu thing on the front? mm Definitely minus one edge. You may be onto something here. I I, I dodge away from people, though, to be fair. Um, I'm quite mobile. Uh, all right. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I just... I don't know. I just... Like, cyanide trips. Are they, generally speaking, doing a good job of enacting the actual rules of Blood Bowl? I was
3: going to say, of all the things that Blood Bowl 3 has got wrong, the stats is not one of them. They, Everything that's been in the game stat-wise has worked as being the same as it is yeah i've there been really impressed to rules to work or interceptions to work or be able to even work out that whether is a 2d6 not oh, a 1d six. Oh,
0: oh oh i saw that they i'm having a day um i saw that the interceptions thing's being fixed though
3: yeah that's being fixed tomorrow hopefully so uh, no more... uh if you went for an interception you guaranteed yourself a game crash
1: <laughs> oh
3: Amazing! I oh, love that.
1: That's fine because I never play games where I pass the ball. Yeah. So. Passing's dead anyway.
3: Passing because you like well. Would you like to intercept? Remember, you will have to crash and concede the game if you try.
0: I'd <laughs> love that. I'd love to see who they like, who they brought on as like that. Did anyone played Blood Bowl here in the new edition? Let's bring them on, right? Okay, passing like interceptions, and the sun Blake was just like nah. Parsons, don't, worry, don't worry yeah. about it <laughs> just yeah. don't put it in like what happens if it happens You're like just crash just crash the game it's just it's clearly just unfinished code because they were like people don't pass anymore everyone knows this yeah and
2: this will at least put people off passing you know <laughs> incentivize people yeah. yeah like nine months of it not working no it's just not gonna pass anymore uh yeah i heard swarming worked out of the out of the, out of the gate though That's really good.
0: yeah 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 it's been fun yeah. actually on blood Bowl three milk, you've had you've had quite a sesh haven't you
1: yeah well i say yeah i've had six games in the ladder uh i'm two for two for two so i'm, I'm even at the moment
0: what team are you running
3: <laughs> orcs
0: <laughs> yeah i know have you um have you designed yeah. them to look like your team yeah yeah uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Of course. Actually, I didn't though. For the first three games, I literally just went de- I just want. I just want to play. Like, I can't be bothered with this. I just default, default, default. After they would like won their first game, I was like, all right, now you've. Care it. about now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point, Milton
0: was like, "Ooh, I might have to use some of these gems and uh, get some customizations." And I haven't make spent by any one blitzer. Of- look Yeah. yeah.
1: There, there aren't really any for the orcs though. Like, they get like one guy with like an extra metal on his face, and that's it. Uh, there's not really much going on for the Orc team in terms of customization.
0: Are you saying Orc mm. players are cheap? Well, I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's
2: weird to have like a big customization system with like monetization and not have it really not have any incentive
1: really to use it. Uh, it's so it's so yeah. frustrating like I refuse to I mean like it's not I'm not like dismissing it you know if you want to go out and buy the blood pass and everything you know it's there for a reason and they've got all of this stuff but like for me I'm just refusing to do it because I, I look at it and I don't feel like I'm gonna like I don't have the time to play the game enough to earn all the stuff and you buy into the blood pass and then you have to level up in order to get the stuff as well it's so not only do you buy-in you also have to play on top of the buy-in and i'm like i either want to pay just to have the stuff because i don't have the time or i want to play to get it i don't want Mm. to have i don't want to have to do both at the same time because i can't justify that so i just yeah i was just like you know what? i just don't care like i can just play vanilla orcs and never buy anything so
3: you get the blood pass premium. So you get the blood pass and you skip the first twenty levels. And then you have to grind for the Yeah, rest. then
1: you have to grind the rest of the other 30. I was like, oh, okay, Hang on. fine. And, and actually that, the
0: first... Is that real?
1: Yeah, and yeah. then the yeah. final prize is the underworld team anyway, which you've just paid for. So I don't really know what the people that pay for the blood pass get as like getting to level fifty.
3: Oh, you get bits and bits and pieces of customization on along the way, but
1: But that aside, I've absolutely loved playing on it. Like, I've been really impressed. I've only had one issue where after kickoff. Did you
0: pass, Milton?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't want to. Um, after kickoff, I got disconnected. It said, oh, you've, you've, um, you've lost it connection to the internet. I was like, I'm pretty sure I haven't. Reloaded the game and it logged me out. And so I had to log back in again. Once I'd logged back in again, it reconnected me to the game straight away and we just picked up where we left off. Um, but other, which was great but like other than that I've had absolutely no issues with it whatsoever it's been really good fun other than you know like the atrocious dice rolling and things but I mean that's not oh,
0: well, that's, think, just, that's, that's, that's
1: that's that's, that's, that's very unusual. present
0: on the tabletop that
1: oh no I had this one this one underworld game and by like turn three he KO'd five of my orcs oh, I was just like this is this is crazy against yeah.
3: underworld
2: yeah, Underworld are mad. Ben. Yeah, ban well, them from the game. I've I mean, played against. They so, just
1: they just have a ogre and then the blitzer, and then you just foul everything with nothing. It's it? really interesting because three of my six games have been against Underworld. I'm guessing they're just people are picking them because it's popular, and I'm in like the new tier because I haven't got a new, That's like a brand new team, and um, every single one of those has been a completely different build. So the first mm-hmm. game that I played against, um was no Snotlings. It was like full stack Skaven and a Rat Ogre with a couple of Goblins. Um, Yeah, that's that's
0: probably a a good place to start, but normally you drop a Goblin for three Snotlings if you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the next one I played against was like a Troll, couple of Snotlings, Skaven, Goblins, like a, a, a good mix. And then the final one I played against was like full Snotlings, a uh, handful of goblins, less Skaven. I don't think he had the Skaven Blitzer. Weird. And a troll. Oh, then that guy definitely lost a bet. <laughs> I I felt kind of bad. I like absolutely mullered him. Well, he took the troll. Of course you did. In, injured his troll, <laughs> injured, injured his gutter, injured his... Uh. I think I pretty much like wiped the team out by the end of it. Um, just one of those games.
0: I am but, uh, pleased to hear though, because I know you kind of stayed away from it for a bit a little while, didn't you? Um, yeah, I I didn't want to buy it. I, I bought it late. I bought it when it went on sale. It's
1: like twenty five percent off. Yeah, um, it, it it's it's,
0: it's almost uh, it. It's good. It's good. It's limited, yeah. but it is good. And you're quite right, Mill. You you can you can binge a load of great games. And you can start brewing up your team, and it's it's really good fun. Like it's it's not perfect it's got an awfully long way to go but actually it looks it looks good it plays well it's good fun and it's blood bowl it's actual rules blood bowl asterix most of it's most of the time it's more 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 accurate than blood bowl too uh as far as I actual think, blood bowl is so like
1: the average game time is about an hour as well um
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so you know yeah, like I, like the, 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 the two point minute point. turn timers are interesting I, I i always find that like Maybe the first like three, four turns go over a little bit. Yeah. Then when you get into the pattern, everyone's under the two minutes and the games just start to go really, really quickly. That or the teams are just getting diminished. I the, the, only difficulty,
0: the, I, the only difficulty I, I found on there is that if you like, if you're like, right, I've got an hour before I start work, I've got an hour at lunchtime, I've got an hour between my meetings um i'll play a game the worst is when you start a game you play a few turns then they concede and then you're left with 45 minutes and you're like i can't guarantee i'm not going to get a slow dwarf player here and uh mm. it's just going to be it's just going to be an hour but i mean that is significantly better than two and a half hours um for a tabletop game so actually yeah it's it's still very good the fact you can cram six or seven games into a couple of days without just living it, is phenomenal. And that, I, I'm really excited to see that as they add more teams, as they square out the rules, because we're going to see how teams develop. Kind of, It's like the the uh, hyperbolic time chamber for Blood Bowl, um, which is pretty cool, because we're going to get to see these teams just with some egregious builds.
1: Well, that's an interesting thing, because we're not, we're not full team. I guess it has a different meta. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely
0: does um which in uh, itself is actually really interesting it's like a, a micro league um it's like yeah. uh you know six nations <laughs> blood, 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 blood. um it's
1: it is very bash heavy though because what there's only one elf team which is the dark elves
0: elven union man
1: they're elven union oh anyway. uh, yeah i've not seen
0: them though you've got eu you've got oh yeah i suppose yeah. skaven and underworld are kind of mid-range really aren't they um mm. As are lizards. They might even clap as Bash <laughs> when they get brewing. You have
3: got Black Orcs, Nobility, both the Chaos teams, Dark Elves, Dirty Dwarfs, Elven Union, Humans, Nurgle, who are good on Blood Bowl 3 because they just level up forever, Old World Alliance, Orcs, and skaven, of course. And now with the Necromen. And take horror during
0: this season. I'm excited to see Halflings land. Mm. Or oh, just, yeah. just, just some stunty goodness we don't have any stunties yet do we no no, no. goblins would be nice um, as well mm. I Just it would just be interesting to see um, snotlings would be carnage the problem is snotlings as much as I love the team they take a long time to play um, they're, de-
1: they're definitely coming next Ben because they already have the models for them in the underworld team
0: uh, well you've got uh, quite a few different models yeah, you think i to add a few
1: more, but like League I mean is, the underworld.
0: Cloppers, the underworld stilties, the underworld team wagons. is just a combination of the other one. Yeah, that one's exactly available. Um I no yeah. wonder they put OWA in
1: there. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <sighs> but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see with that. But it's good to see that uh, BB three is up and running. Um quite frankly though, it's all about tabletop at the moment. Uh, Because Games Workshop have dropped the most recent team, we've seen vampires, we've got vampires, we've played with vampires, and now we start the what's next wagon, and we've got Warhammer Day coming up. Now, listed in the previews for Warhammer Day is only 40k, Age of Sigmar, the Old World and Kill Team, but I thought it'd be worth having a little chat about this. What do you think we're going to see at this open day preview thing? I'm going to have to mute the microphones because I'm going to sneeze. Please continue. I, I really don't know. Like, I have been so out of the loop since,
2: since like, the run-up to the World Cup. I haven't done anything but Blood Bowl um, and Conquest, <laughs> weirdly. So tell me about that and I'll tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about that. No, no. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know. Is it just those four that are coming out, then? Yeah. Well, it's obvious, we were... then, isn't it? It's Space Marines, Stormcast, <laughs> 3D Renders, and probably more Space Marines. Yeah. Oh, i just too cynical.
0: No, I don't think you're far off. 40k, I mean, they've released the Space Marines and all the Tyranid stuff now. The new Space Marine Codex Oh, yeah. yeah. So
3: big new Codex, won't That'll no. be in the army boxes for Christmas, won't it? Oh, Ooh, that's cool. true. I did see rumours
1: for those. Yeah. Good do point. They, do they drop the Red Gobbo model this early? Hmm. Does it come later?
0: Probably a bit later. Yeah. No? Um, sure. Yeah, combat Uh, boxes is probably about right. The only fun rumor I've heard is for a space hulky kind of stuff with kill team, even though the new kill team is apparently all to be like flyers. So I'm interested Mm. to keep an eye out for that because if they have a kill team with like flying units, so your jetpacks and stuff like that, we could trips have some pretty sweet Necromunda terrain sneaking out in there. I can see Space for another kill team box <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> um, that would be cool to, cool, it's cool to see. But my question for you guys with, the, with that view of the preview is what team next for Blood Bowl? And when will it be? Let's have the round table guesstimates. Who first? Oh, go. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: Milt. I, I actually think High Elves are coming next
0: i'd say you've got a guy on the inside but i would probably be taken wrong after um the beginning of the show <laughs> so high elves
1: <laughs> um yeah no i i, I actually just i don't... so what well, we've got three teams of legend left right we've got chaos dwarves two kings, kings and high slash elves. Or whatever and high elves yeah and I think Tomb Kings are off the list. The reason I think they're off the list is because they'll fit into the Sylvanian families. We've just had a Sylvanian families one. It feels kind of odd to double down on that. Um, I mean, it's not impossible, but it seems unlikely. I actually think they'll probably come last, if anything, of the the team's of legend. I reckon we're going to go High Elves, then Chorfs, then Tomb King.
0: It's really interesting because these three teams that are left... uh high olds are generally speaking the second most winningest team in tournaments uh as a percentage oh out the ones that could no just just in all all blood bowl. are they yes mm. oh i did not help with that Yes. all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no they're, they're one of the least played teams because obviously um until kind of punga went and well actually this year's been a good year for hiles but until that point it was kind of like you had the old teeny tiny men and that was it but like, yeah, no, high elves have been uh, ranked two um, for for most of the year. So when I've done the, the monthly matters, high elves have normally been second spot, and tomb kings have overachieved throughout the entire edition. They're sticking around between fifth and tenth, um, which is wow. phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that's pretty
0: good. They don't have Hack Flem. It's just out of pure consistency. You have Cheney. Yeah, yeah, but Cheney's quite expensive for a, for a tomb king build because when you go to tournaments, you kind of you can take everything, but then you've got to smash your, your re-rolls in there because, obviously, skeletons don't really have hands, which definitely adds to the challenge. They are now going to have the ghoul.
1: Luther. And Luther.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that Luther team things are is fun. definitely something that's going to be really interesting to see. Mm. Um, and, actually, I think Karina as well. I mean, the bloodlust is going to suck. Uh she's
3: so two plus though yeah. yeah and she can bite in a
0: component yeah. the first time yep yeah so it's um, crazy good. It's, she's gonna she's gonna bonehead like once or twice a game that's that's not bad for a, a strength four edge two plus dodger with movement seven that i think is going to be a very lovely piece for the undead um Ooh. and i saw some of bruti's sculpts for uh his version of karina today and i'm like yeah this is this is cool uh Way less of a stupid hat, which is a massive boon. Mm. Um So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And, and, and Chorfs, the other missing team, are also um not bad, right? <laughs> quite solid, yeah. Like, I don't think they change much. They don't really have
2: to.
1: I don't see any of them changing.
2: Uh, high elves, I can see. They're yeah. quite boring as a vanilla team they just don't have much and they like to give them shenanigans now like each yeah, team they haven't they
1: haven't got enough positionals they'll no it's they'll they'll very, blitzer, very catcher sh- thrower sh- and it's very pass catch yeah. block <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah i think we ha- may have touched on this before it would be cool if they kind of split them up into the different like white lions of crace. like
0: yeah that's probably what they'll do that would be my yeah, guess is so um because i keep defending games workshop and saying actually generally speaking they're doing a really good job of curating the the, the game uh, from a balance point of view uh they'll probably drop strength for elves uh with the white lines of grace no. being in there because they were in Warhammer fantasy battles uh, i can just i can just see that happening um it's making
3: the blitzers, blitzers getting some kind of special trait
0: strength Four elves would not be fair no Oh, I, <laughs> I would not be. I agree, but I can see that kind of like that's the only twist I can see. Or maybe they just go kind of like block catch dauntless on the blitzers. Yeah, probably. Kind of going yeah, like a like Bretonian night yeah. vibe, adding more catches to the high elf roster, giving them a bit of a. That would be a, I think, a pretty. Uh, that would be a reasonable mid house, but, um, yeah, with. Chorst though, with Chorst get changed. Ben. I can't it, see them doing anything yeah. It was interesting because obviously Craig was asking about chorus in the wobble chat this week and you were like, They're boring. <laughs> they are a bit dull.
2: <laughs> I don't like I just I, I, I just don't like playing dwarfs. It's really not a playstyle that gels with me. I don't like grinding and like when your players get knocked down, it's just like, okay, now I just need to spend my turn standing them up. And like, I don't know, I just found them pretty miserable. And outside of the stretch players with a ball centaur, which Happen like once a game, if that. It's just a, and and as if you're r- willing to put the ball on the ball center And yeah, I just I I just found them like I I played them like Skaven just to try and make them fun, and it worked well for three games.
0: <laughs> Careful, I get told um, off for doing that on the internet.
2: Yeah, so it was just like well, the ball centers are movement nine, so they gutter runners, but it's drunk four, and um, yeah, so that's that's the playstyle I had. I actually but, yeah, I, actually... I just. I, carry on man uh, sorry i i find the team more interesting than dwarves and i think there is a place for that it's just personally
0: i find that place double um i was, I was gonna yeah. say it, it's that kind of that challenge of like it's a really interestingly built team because you've got the bull centaurs who are like wicked positionals and you've got the hobgoblins that are kind of like as close to average as you could possibly get in this game and then you've got some dwarves and a and a brilliant minotaur. And it's just like a really interesting mix. But you're right, it is that it's very disparate, which I think it adds to the charm of the team. It's because of like, yeah, right, I'm, here, I'm... here are my dwarves. I use my dwarves defensively. Here are my hobgoblins. I'm kind of punching with them. And here are my ball centaurs that kind of want to be the stars of the show, but they are only really age 4 Plus, so it's kind of like a, uh right. It's a really interesting mix of like reliable and unreliable. And I think that's why yeah they There's quite a lot of charm to them. As to what they'll do with them, I, I, don't know. I can't remember which one. Which one of you guys said they may not change much of the teams of legend, um, because they, they probably don't need to. Like Tomb Kings, I think are a perfect roster. The, the what they do, what they what makes them up. It's they it's, have identity. They, they yeah,
1: yeah. But this is this is the constant kind of um sort of response to like all of these strength four pieces and all of these kind of changes is that it's kind of making everything a bit samey in the su- in the sense that like you, you're mirror matching. So it's like, I've got two strength four pieces. Oh, I've got two strength four pieces. So like, I really hope they don't give a strength four piece to the high elf team.
0: I, I, I mean, I don't think they will. Like, I, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think when it comes to the last of the teams of legend, We may not see much change to them. And you know what? They're probably left them last because realistically, they they need the least change. Vampires needed some spice. We've wanted some spice for them. We were like, oh, positionals might be nice. Bloodlust might be nice. A big guy might be nice. And they were like, yes, yes, yes. Here, have it all. And I think they've done an awesome job. They spiced up Amazons brilliantly, like perfectly seasoned. Okay, we're talking Nando's peri-peri salt. They did a beautiful job of Amazon's. The Norse drunkard thing was a little bit questionable, but actually it toned them down a little bit and they got rid of the catchers that, you know, they got rid of the throwers, sorry, and actually made those more interesting positionals. Vampires they've knocked out the park. um, But, the you know, if they do a, a cool little bit of seasoning with the elves, apparently I'm all about the food analogies today, and, um, mm. you know yeah it's going to be interesting but so so high elves for milt trips what do you reckon
3: i think it's high elves as well mm. uh, and i think we will see them announced in january and out in february
0: that seems reasonable as a timeline bt see
3: i think they're going to
2: save piles for something with the old world i think that's a really good time to bring them in and I think now, considering the last two releases have been teams of legend, I think something new is would be most interesting. I think maybe realistically it'll be a team of legend because it's like it's, it's we the need to get these out thing now, to do, right? Yeah, like we need to have them. And you know, twenty twenty four coming up is the four year anniversary of the second season, and I guess you kind of would want the teams of legend to have a rule set for that if they're considering doing more. Um, but I don't know. A new team would be so much more interesting. I I don't see the Just old special. world
1: tie in. But if they did Tor- if they did chorfs next, and then they did a new starter box with tomb kings and high elves, that would be so good.
0: Yeah. I actually I think I think I think to your point, Ben, about the old world tie in. Um, if they do new high elf models, I can I, I actually I could see that being a negative to a high elf team in Blood Bowl. 'Cause I feel like I feel like there's a bit of a potentially a market cannibalism in those two. I think you are gonna see I yeah, I think if you if they drop a high elf team separate to the old world, I think you'll get a lot of old world players sucked in and be like, Oh, this is like the nineties when I had my high elf blood bowl team, and they'll bring them back into Blood Bowl. I think if they were like, Here's Warhammer Old World High Elves and here's Blood Bowl High Elves, I I just I don't I think they'd I don't think they'd get the pickup sales I think a high elf team is is probably one of the most nostalgic ones because because of what you guys say like the old world vibe I mean milk you and I are massive high elf players back in the day right so a gleaming white and silver conehead team would be like awesome
1: yeah I mean I'm very much looking forward to the high elf aesthetic I do wonder though with the old world stuff how much are they doing new kits because I know a lot of high elf fantasy battle players who still have their high
2: elves. To be fair, they're probably still going to be using them.
1: And yeah. if they don't change up to make like a lot of new kits and they just revisit and reuse a lot of the old ones,
0: is there a massive market for those people? It really they... depends on how much support they put into the old world. It's not looking like that's going to be a, a huge amount of support. But I mean, do you, do you remember the Spire Guard, and Sea Guard? Mm, yeah they were phenomenally good models if they did something like that but for Silver Helms or whatever awesome i guarantee you that anybody who's got Silver Helms from the last edition will merrily upgrade them to a newer kit that looks less like lego so like i think i think as a, <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about like yeah. oh i see you also have concrete Very hand fist um yeah no like there's a ton of stuff if, uh, if they do that i think i think <laughs> yeah I think it'll be fine but I don't know what they're gonna do with the old World. uh and it might just be a massively slow brew um for me I really 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 want them to sneak in a little extra new team uh preferably yeah. squigs um preferably not slanesh uh and preferably by the end of this year <laughs> why so, so I win the prediction <laughs>
1: I think
2: I'm, it's coming. It's I'm, coming. I'm a firm lie.
1: believer that we're going to get one before the end of the year. It's the last team, yeah. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> I right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what, but I, I, I reckon we'll have one before the end of the year. Given,
0: given the resounding no that we got when we were at, uh, at Games Workshop and asked about Slan, that just makes exactly. me think there's even more chance that they will bring back Slan, but that it will massively be not Slan. And I am um, I, I I just I think you may be massively onto something, Ben. Like
2: that's right. It's a it's a it's a guaranteed no because they've already done it and it's Slanesh.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've got Corn. We've got um, Nurgle. We need Zinch. We need Slanesh, and exactly. they could tick the box while essentially killing an IP infringing team. I think. I, I, yeah. I mean, I.
1: I... I've mentioned this before, but like one of the the kind of things that isn't super fleshed out in Blood Bowl is the whole um flavored no favored favored of yeah not flavored flavored <laughs> go back to your seasoning. flavored of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 because um, that doesn't really do an awful lot at the moment it allows there's a few stars that kind of sit on the I think the it line. just hurts
0: corn doesn't it is is that not just like all it does really
2: I can't take the noble stars.
0: Well, yeah, that doesn't really hurt anybody, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> oh, no, I can't take Edge 4 with a grasp. Um, I was thinking Hagglem with Snuggle, but he's not, is he? No. He's chaos. Yeah. 30, Wait, no, uh, he's
1: not even that, is he? He's um...
0: favoured of Horned Rat. That's what a blimmin' should be. <sighs>
1: well, he what, is favoured of. He... He's favoured of. He's just favoured of. Like, oh, yeah, oh really. okay. I thought he was... Was he got two? No, he's just
0: Chaos Undivided. I think he's Underworld Challenge as well. Yeah, Underworld Challenge. That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. Mm. uh i think if is he, he's not badlands though it's just underworld yeah he has badlands mm, i don't think so i don't think oh, so oh no all can take no an... he's not no, he's goblin he's not. is it goblins have underworld cuz they... mm. Yes, yeah that's it okay. yeah. 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 yeah 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 that's the thing that i always forget that goblins could take um hackflam and then like whenever i'm like ah you know they don't have a good star access and everyone's like no 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 <laughs> they get Hackflem. goblins are just Cursed endurance, yeah. it's kind of it <laughs> makes me want to run goblins, which is why I'd like to see them on Blood Bowl 3. Um,
1: it's so funny though because they absolutely smashed, was it? Um,
0: uh, was it Summer? Summer? yeah, yeah.
1: well oh, that we was we really had like five goblins in That's... the like top 10 or something silly, didn't we? That was that was, yeah, peak was Bomber, bomber oh, though, meta. wasn't it? Yeah, that was the advent of Bomber, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Bomber <laughs> Hackers,
0: the meta, yeah. oh, oh. Oh, the dark times. Um, anyway, so we've got some interesting stuff coming up. Uh trips, Ben, Milt, uh We were talking about this in the in the wobble chat earlier and about the cadence of releases. And I know we talked about it on the show before. We've we've seen vamps now um and we kind of had a chat that actually Six monthly releases, like I know that when they changed over, they were like, "We'll do it on every quarter, and it'll be wicked." But where we run tournaments and stuff, we, we saw, uh saw land and by the time Amazon's came out, people were just about painted, <laughs> just about painted their Norse teams. So, and that was about six months, I think. That may have been even more. I think I don't know. No, they were like April and October, weren't they? So there's about six yeah. months. So I actually think a six monthly release cycle is probably where i think it's probably the right speed for games workshop with blood bowl teams i think actually two teams a year a dungeon bowl expansion and some kind of additional player expansion while i would personally obviously like twice as much information like twice as much stuff for blood bowl i feel like because of the community that blood bowl kind of is and the fact that you're in a league right and you're in a league for four months actually a new team every six months is probably about right so as much as i'd love another team this year i am okay if we don't have one until spring because i think vampires are out people are going to be playing them we're all going to stop for christmas everyone's going to be too poor to go outside of their house in january everyone's going to bring vampires to beachhead tickets are up now you know in february and then actually if we got a new release in march april that would be pretty cool so if we could do that and have squigs ready for uh for for dungeon ball that would be, that would be ridiculous and now they've freed up animal savagery the animal savagery team and um, makes me think even more that a squig team would be super appropriate and that those rules would fit much better on a squig team on a vampire team. A yeah, I point. think that's very fair. Yeah. Come on, Games Workshop. Don't be rubbish. Anyway, that that's is uh, just some ruminations on what's going on in the Games Workshop. Well, there's a couple of bits of news I want to show off with you. I'm afraid um, I've had not had a lot of time, so I've been a, a bad host and not done a very good job with the show notes, but Brutti is wrapping up part two of his absolutely fantastic vampire team. And... Like, uh, vampires dropped last week, obviously, and I printed out a Brute Fun team, got them primed, ready to go, uh, and then got the call from Pete saying, hey, vampires are here, so grab the Games Workshop team. So I have got my my Brute Fun team, my Brute Fun vampire team on the go. Now, the cool thing what Brute Fun's doing here is he's, he's adding enough positionals so that you can also run the team as humans. That's which cool. Which is brilliant nice because you've got such a good choice there of uh, and i love the luther model
2: yeah uh, it's luther is phenomenal and
0: i need to print these a couple of these gargoyles out and put them on the side of the studio so if you're in the market for new teams keep an eye on this because brute fun's wrapping up with vampires so they'll be available soon and if you want a human team or a vampire team and you don't want to go games workshop then definitely go brute fun and i think We got a chance to show off the Brute Fun um, Bat Ogre on stream because we used that instead of the Forge World one because it's significantly easier than waiting for Forge World. I love it and it's so good. So,
3: really nice. Yeah.
0: Brutty's doing some good stuff there. Um, Have you guys seen the Punga Uh. release? I actually, re- I love this. How cool is this? Um, they are Right, so they have gone with a Necro team, but it is a Halloween-themed Necro team. It's a pumpkin-themed Halloween team. Oh, with pumpkin some, heads. some significant Necron vibes. I don't know whether it's just this Necron guy's... Necron vibes. Like, yeah, the face. It, like, oh, the, the flayed face. one. Yeah, the
2: it's f- a flayed one head, head yeah. And
0: yeah, with yeah. old Spikes <laughs> McGee on the right-hand side there with his fists. So I'm like, this is like a team of flayed ones. Um, But with a croot in the background this guy here i was like oh it's croot hey. this team's looking really, really really cool so they've got a necro you've got a ghoul you've got a bunch of zombies you've got a golem um i, I don't is that also a ghoul in the background i, I probably yeah, should so. Paid attention to this so obviously the way Punker do things they release their team in in kind of parts so part one is up now and part two will probably finish the team next month which is very cool wow.
1: What like I mean the the creepiest thing about them is the color, like that render of the like green with the orange edges. Like what even is that? It's really weird. It's, it's so like,
0: jarring. It's like reverse verdigris, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that's yeah. easy doable, right? Paint your model green and then dry brush it like a rusty brown.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Oh, I actually quite like to see them like that.
0: Oh, make, actually, yeah. Make them look yeah.
1: horrifying.
0: And that would be an absolute doddle to paint.
1: You could probably do it with um, Riser Rust. Is that what it's called? The, I don't know. I, like I think, dry brush, rusty paint from GW.
0: I, don't, I, I think. I think yeah. prime brown, kind of heavy dry brush green onto where you want color, but kind of like wet brush, kind of like uh, you know scumbling mm. the paint on and then dry brush with the brown over the top uh and then obviously agrax um you'll have your team done in like seven minutes it's It's cool it's cool they've got they've done a cool cool design aesthetic there from punga um and we haven't actually haven't had a chance to talk about this i don't think um but the the ugni chaps have brewed up a fairy themed wood elf team uh i really like this i've printed off some of the models and there's some bits that are actually quite finicky on them. Uh, a lot of the guys have like wings, which you, you got to be careful. Now, the beautiful thing about this is there's a bloodball team, so you only really need a couple of them, which is which is wonderful. But it, they've got this kind of tree fairy aesthetic, where you've clearly got elves doing elf things, but you've got like semi dryad legs and stuff mixed in with them, and it's it's a really 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 cool design aesthetic. You've still got that traditional ugly kind of sketchy style to it. Like sketchy as in artisty, not buy a PlayStation 5 in a car park. But it's still um it still looks really, really, really cool. Uh, and I've I i i am not sure if I we've had a chance to talk about it on the podcast. I especially love the big tree lad in the back there. Yeah.
2: I I really uh tripophobia warning as well for some people. Um I um I really love this team. I I used the Lost Kingdom miniatures war dancers. For my College of Life team, and their whole team for Lost Kingdom, they've got like a full Wood Elf army um, replacement, and it's all kind of like insectoid um, fairy-themed Wood Elves. It's very much this kind of design style, and it kind of it kind of yeah combines fairy insects and Japan in an aesthetic, in a Wood Elf aesthetic, which is sounds bizarre but it works. And um, yeah, so I'm all on board with this. This is perfect yeah, for I, a I College of when, Life. When team, I get this so. Yeah, exactly. So I I think I'm
0: probably going to make this my wild elf team. Oh, oh dude, I would mm. love to see you paint this team. Mm. Um uh, what are the uh, Age of Sigmar things spike spike revenants. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is that but as a Blood Bowl team. Yeah, um for sure. Which I think is really 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 cool and they've just released part 2. So both the parts. Oh my goodness me. The internet in the new forest is just tragic it's just I'm having, a, I'm having a really tough week trying to do anything at all um right yeah so part two i'm not sure which one's part one part two because i've not seen i've not done one but you've got oh you've got a willow there with the little roses in the hair that's pretty cool um you've got the referee with the head so good. of orion looks like a wild hunter you got the cheerleaders this will be part two then uh yeah really impressed I mean, I love the ugly stuff. The OWA team is is that's uh that's definitely going on my paint list, um, as I will have all of the time in the world for that soon, apparently. Uh, then I think the last bit of news, yes, that I wanted to talk about today is talking of Slan Realm of Paths. The guys who did that epic uh, Tomb King team have gone space frogs and it is not bad at all they have gone for the heavy frog aesthetic which makes sense the tough thing about slant teams uh, is that the punga one mm. is literally I like perfect mm-hmm. i i don't know how you could get a better one than that one and this is good they're kind of like a little bit snakier than froggier which is a cool way to go but Hey, it's good to have options.
3: I really like
2: them. I think they are kind of more dynamic than the Punga team. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: They've got a real Amazon frog feel to them. Yeah, and the big guy's awesome there.
1: They look a bit more like the old art of the slang. Yes, they do,
0: actually. Like the old second, first, and second edition art.
1: Yeah, I think they're a bit more true to that. Obviously, like all of the Punga stuff has a sort of cartoony kind of warcrafty vibe going on which i love personally but yeah i think this is probably more true to the sort of classic blood bowl aesthetic
0: i can see the appeal you know what they say more blood bowl is more better now i've not checked kickstarter Uh, i'm sure if we've got some cool kickstarters going around we'll we'll feature them on the channel Um, but i think unless anyone else has got some news time to talk a little bit of hobby okay so hobby games painting purchasing priming what have we all been up to um i know you've been smashing out some blood bowl three milton trips you've been to club
3: i've been to club twice since we last recorded so um i I am in your games um <laughs> let's let's go let's go back to last week so having had uh, a rich in week one uh i am obviously serving another blood bowl penalty and i drew saxby number two in week two <laughs> and had the joys of killer Randall playing dark elves um So really interesting to see Randall play Dark Elves because he played them like he plays other Blood Bowl teams, which is Smash, Crash, and uh, a one-die block is a good thing.
0: Um, killer Randall is a phenomenal Chorth player. Yeah. Mm. So to see him switch over to Dark Elves, especially with a Dark Elf roster, that is very, very, very unusual.
3: Yes, especially when you look at the number of re-rolls he took.
0: One re-roll, two witch elves, two runners, and I believe at one point he may have had two blitzers. I think he started with the one. Just started with the one. Wow. That's all he could afford. This is interesting. He's 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 carved his own path here. He Um,
3: did. So uh, a a typical uh, game against uh, Killer Randall. I started with some inducements and I took Max uh, as my star player. (laughs) And I was receiving the kickoff and Randall got a blitz, got Max off the pitch, and Max never returned to the game. (laughs) Despite uh, being a successful argue the ref, later in the game he decided to fail his knockout role for the entirety of the game so he did not do anything
0: ah trips
3: that was pretty spectacular um uh, tight first half uh, i managed to score uh, randall managed to kick me all over the place uh and then second half he's st- actually started to fail some dice rolls um so he managed to uh, sneak a uh, two-two-nil win with a second score in turn sixteen.
0: It looks terribly like you murdered death killed one of his blitzers troops.
3: I I, I'm, I might not break a lot of armor, but every once in a while I, I have managed <laughs> to kill a player or So it your, was it.
0: your big boy was out for this game, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, my blood spawn was missing, having been fouled off by the halfling the week before. So I was. Uh, I had three Bloodseekers, uh, a Corndog, and the rest will Ironmen for the game. So,
0: but still coming away with a two-nil win. Yeah, and then so, you got rewarded by dwarves. Yeah, so I, got, yeah I, I went from
3: <laughs> went from that to dwarves last night, which I must say I was delighted to see the amount of block that the dwarves bought. Um and I played uh Sam last night with his dwarves and he literally did took every block he could all night long. And uh, bad never way to play dwarves. No, and he I, I don't think he failed a two-dice uphill all night. Love um it. punching like a gutter. Pretty annoying. Um and we yeah it was it was a really tough game uh, the bloodspawn started quite well turn one and then he decided to spend most of the first half kicking the bloodspawn on the ground to make sure he didn't stand up again uh i started running out of players uh because i didn't really have many knockouts but i did i think i ended up with four or five in the casualty box at the end of the game so i was in trouble with numbers so scored a touchdown in turn six I think in the first half um and managed to not allow him to score before half time half time was huge as neither of his knockouts came back and the Bloodspawn who had been knocked out decided to get back up and have an outrageously great second half um deciding that claws really were the thing to use against dwarfs um so managed to break his line of scrimmage pretty early um and chase him from behind due to the blood spawn chasing the ball carrier he actually took the dwarf dodge and double rush to score a touchdown to make it one all
0: that's some pressure well done that's yeah, yeah
3: so the, but that gave me four turns then to uh to run in for the 2-1 and i think we both i think the. I think he only had one Dwarf standing up in the last two turns. I was able to to push him around, use the Bloodspawn to create a huge goal uh, gap and uh, run in for the
0: 2-1. Huge. Right, how's the team looking then,
3: Trips? so uh uh, that last night's game was the first game for my fourth blood seeker and of course i instantly lost one (laughs) (laughs) for another game um i lost a lineman last night to a death as well um so i i've got uh one of my blood seekers has got block i got a block on the corn gore as well because he's uh been scoring the touchdowns although he was by far and away my most reliable blitzer last night um and i'm getting close to some other skill ups but i really need to get i really need a team that's got low armor to casualty against
0: because mm. Ooh, maybe need to get a game in against my vampire team
3: i, I would quite happily eat a few uh scooby <laughs> snack rolls to, uh, to to do that but i'm yeah, three games in, admittedly, I think I've played a game more than most of most of the league, but I'm quite happy with my position in the league and have taken a screenshot to at least console me for the rest Locking of the it Yeah, I yeah. did
0: see that. I did see that. That's very, very, very cool. Uh, so um, I've not had a chance to get any blood boiling. We did do the live stream on Thursday, which was wicked. Um, it, it's I'm on holiday with Tiff next week. It's our anniversary, Tiff's birthday and we're going to use it as an opportunity to get away for a few days and do like a little baby moon before um before our little one arrives uh trips terrified the 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 heck out of me yesterday um and i was like oh man can you believe it's october and trips was like yeah if your baby's a little early you could be a dad next month uh at which time i was just absolutely <laughs> tilted by like i just sat in a cold sweat and looked at all the stuff i still had left to do and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no he's, right. he's, he's not wrong <laughs> i know i know the power of maths was the bit that terrified me um yeah we got our due dates the 16th of uh, uh the 16th of december so she's a little over two weeks early um it will be next month that we, we 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 have the baby and the the shed is not quite finished i tell you what though it is not far off uh i've got i've got a bit more panelling to do like the insulation's all on there the floor's basically finished um so absolutely over moon with that so i was talking to brute fun about it this morning and i sort of said actually i think we'll probably be there by the end of next week um like just do some more panelling i've already got a plan i've got the parts for the overhead camera rigging and it was so useful having that stream last week it's a shame Oh, we couldn't get the studio up and running for that one but actually that was mega useful i even got the dice cam out um yesterday to see how high i could put the dice cam without with, with it zooming in on the dice and everything and actually you know seven eight feet is fine so with the overhead railing with the dice cam means we never have to worry about that so we've got that flex in and and yeah so i'm really hoping that um that tiff and i are away for a few days and then when we get back i can just spend a couple of days just finishing off the studio Uh, because the printer shed turned up yesterday as well which is cool nice um i didn't have to take it off the lorry myself this time so that was very 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 nice the bloke just turned (laughs) up and was like hi where do you want it do you want it there against the wall where the polystyrene is i was like yes that is perfect he said no worries come back in 10 minutes okay cheers and he unloaded it for me it was absolutely magic much less miserable when the 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 barn turned up and the bloke was like there you go. So driveway. Have fun. Yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> okay. Cheers. So that's good. So uh, yeah, if I can get the studio done next week and then start working on the printer shed, that means we can get the spare room sorted. That also means we can get um, the studio up and up and running, which is a massive win. And I guarantee you, as soon as I'm the studio, the baby will arrive. Um... <laughs> but I'm very excited for that. I'm not gonna lie though, the the looming prospect of that with with work, it's just I'm staring into a bit of an abyss at the moment, uh, where I'm uh, like, well, take it off. it's kind of like, hey, I'm not gonna be here soon, and you you seem to need me a lot right now. Would you like to give me someone to pass this over to? Like, where, should I, is anyone gonna look after these projects while I'm while I'm on? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah they'll yeah, be yeah, fine. Yeah.
2: And don't take it all on
1: yourself. They'll be fine. I don't know,
0: man. I don't <laughs> can you not? Like can that. you not just leave
1: them with a spreadsheet? Yeah,
0: they have managed up till now. Everything I do is spreadsheets. Well, yeah, but they never used to do this stuff. No. Uh, <laughs> what I intend to do is training videos because we've got a great cool. setup which to do training videos. It would just be nice to be like. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's the only way I'm going to be able to go, and because I can't, I don't, I can't have the anxiety. Like my last two week holiday both mondays i ended up on a call first thing because they were like we don't know where this is or how this works and i'm like okay let me show you and um i mentioned it to uh, to someone at work and they were like yeah if they do that while you're on paternity because the government's paying for you a bit it's actually illegal i was like ah oh, well uh, you call it a keeping in touch day you cannot take those within the first 14 weeks of uh, any parental leave
3: well yeah you can't you Can't take them, you just claim them later on and pretend uh,
0: don't don't put ideas. No, on. no, no. <laughs> I'm only taking 14 weeks of parental leave, oh, there you go. so it cannot. As I well, the reason I know that is because I was looking at the keeping in touch days because you get paid the keeping in touch days as additional, and I was like, Ooh, overtime, this would be cool. I'm not allowed overtime, I've not been allowed overtime for years. This would be a great way to get a few extra days in by just going and having a coffee with someone in Bratnell. Uh, can't do that. Um, so I mean, I'll just take my. Fourteen weeks off and i'm yeah, very cool. happy about it so yeah off often make your. Uh... hey everyone welcome to
2: oh sorry hey everyone ben here from from jlp welcome <laughs> to episode three of super training series
0: <laughs> I, I did this for one of my projects before and sent it up the chain and um, realized that i uh, that i thought it was really good and then um my 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 director got the feedback of like yeah love the video really good from ben um i especially loved the bit where he dropped the f-bomb uh, and I was like, "Oh no, I screwed up the editing." And like, I'd started it off and be like, "No, that's no effing good," and didn't and didn't edit out. <laughs> and then sent it forward and they they loved it. I was like, "Okay, cool." Um,
2: Everyone loves the blooper.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I did that in one of our videos, didn't I? Because uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it's quite good fun. So yeah, no, that's that's what's going on. I'm hoping you know the studio will be up and running soon. Then. The, the stadium build begins we've got a whole bunch of print uh, not print pictures but the uh, the paint the crowds to open and what i want to do is an unboxing so i can be like hey this one came in from this person these are the models we've got this one came in from this person and i can i can like unbox them all and be like this is what we've got and then start building up the stadium um i'm just proper excited proper excited for that so it's a very exciting few years few years few weeks coming up it's uh, just a, a very very stressful long day one but hey comes and goes isn't it last week was pretty awesome mm. i got to paint a vampire team and uh hang on hang about online with trips and ian so it's like you know sometimes sometimes it's great sometimes it's not but yeah that's uh that's me how about bt any cool hobby or you know uh, well, job? I had, I had a league game as well yeah <laughs> oh my so, god yeah. you
2: did <laughs> yeah i thought about that first um I'll go too long. Had a game against Ian Skaven, his Undercity Warp fires. Oh, yes. Honestly, this was one of the best games of Blood Bowl I've ever had. This, Both me and Ian have said this, where we were just like, this was like, if you could show someone a game of Blood Bowl and be like, this is what the game is like, it would be this. It was so back and forth. We did a bit of everything. There was passing. There was deflecting, intercepting. There was um, a really like, Stupid stretch plays. Like we both did a play which was like pick up four plus throw into and we both failed our ones into the end zone. Um and yeah, it was it was perfect. Like I just had a lot of fun. It ended up being a two one. Um I did a good job of keeping his Rat off the pitch. Um I kept knocking him out and he kept coming back and getting locked out immediately by my blitzers, um, which was good because I had enough of Rat Ogre's in the World Cup. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with it. Um, I don't have re-rolls, so... I don't... Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, no, it was just really good. It was just, you know, gutters do their thing. And he was able to sneak that towards the end after I failed my 2-1 win. got Rolled the one on the dodge. And then he got the ball back to the other end of the pitch and got a touchdown, so... Could have gone either way, so that's why I really like this game.
0: It's the lowest scoring Scaven's game I've seen in a while. So your defense is, mm. is is on point. I love yeah. Ian's names
2: for his guys are great. <laughs> my god. turn, my my his offensive drive. It got to his final turn before, and then had to make a four plus three plus two plus to score, which he did. Um, but I was just like, yeah, I can't really argue with that. Like well, that's as good as you can get with Scaven, really.
0: So. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. There's always yeah. there's always a four plus touchdown somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it works. In fact, 50% of the time, it works all the time. Um, Exactly. Yeah, I love that. How's the team shaping up? Is this game one for you, Ben, or game two?
2: This was game one, yeah. I had a couple of injuries, fortunately, only linemen. Low rolled a bit on the MVPs. Uh, Like, I've got Blitz, who's one off, because he got the interception,
0: or the interference
2: with an MVP. Um, And yeah, my... uh, Thrower did get three completions in that game, though. So that's a nice little boost. That's and very, I got a lineman with a touchdown with as well. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather don't... have the touchdown on a blitz for a catcher, but the lineman was in range. So he's the one I threw it to. Ooh,
0: he's not taking a random general yet. That's interesting. Are you are you no, doing not this properly? It. You're doing this properly.
2: They're so expensive. They're so expensive. I feel like the skills that they have need to be the right skills. Um... Shadowing.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'll save up. I'll get kick or something and it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, Ooh, I do like kick,
3: and we've got a real range of teams in the league because we've got about half the league is returning teams, so they're all about twelve
2: hundred,
3: twelve fifty TV. So yeah, um, skills need to be in the right place.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> it's a bit risky to start rolling generals. Yeah, oh, James sorry. and his blimmin' death roller. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm oh, <laughs> oh, terrified okay. of this again. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, he is, he is, but you know. It's a death roller, so it's it's, it's just giving. I mean, if you look at James's last game he
2: had yesterday, it's uh, just foul, 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 foul with the death roller.
0: I mean, it's pretty grim. with dirty player yeah. plus two, it's decent, and dwarves pretty start good. brewing up some guard early on, and that. That's... I think
2: he made two argular calls against uh, or Phil with his
0: slant. Yeah, that does
2: that does happen. Brilliant.
0: Oh, he took drool and dribble. Oh, good lad.
2: Yeah, he's enjoyed him. He took him last <sighs> night as well. Yeah, drawl eating, and, them.
0: draw and dribble with SLAN is 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 yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh
2: yeah, but with hobby, or as you said, now it is job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm now full time with brush ties, which is good. Ooh. Uh f- finished on Friday with my with my software job. And yeah, I've just been starting this week full time, which has been awesome. Um never been happier and the amount of support. That I've had from people and um, messages and things has been great. So, yeah, in a very good, very happy place at the moment, and it's very fun to paint all day and then paint all evening as well because I need to do my team for the <laughs> uh, full beard cup at Nottingham. So, <laughs> got my corn team on the go as well. oh yeah.
0: that's amazing. That is so good to hear, man. We've, I've been, yeah, I've been excited for you to start that properly. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's good. I, I
2: mean, there's a bit of a wait now. So, if you do want to get a team in. Hey, little little sponsor segment. Only two seconds. Uh, But yeah, it is like I'm into projected into like the end of January now. So
0: that's just phenomenal. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I knew you'd do well, but I also kind of thought, ah, oh, it's fine. Like you know, I need teams. So if Ben's like, oh, it's a bit quiet this month, I can just be like, oh, no worries. Like here, I'll chuck a team in. <laughs> no, it's like yeah. June. No, that's absolutely yeah. awesome, man. Um, hopefully you've. Not taking on so much work, you won't get a nice Christmas break because Christmas is also literally just around the corner. Yeah, no, should be fine.
2: Um, but it, it's—I'm in a it, with with doing this. It's like work is fun, so I don't really want all that time out and stuff now because it's just like I'd do it anyway because it's fun. So, yeah, that's so, so wicked. I'm—I'm I'm feeling good.
1: And uh, and milk, could you top that? No, I definitely can't top that, but. <laughs> it's been a tough week as you may have heard at the beginning
2: uh, yeah those games are the walks right um,
1: no uh, yeah so I've played I've played my six games in Blood Bowl 3 which which have been admittedly quite fun um, oh, hobby hobby I haven't really done much Like I haven't played tabletop in a while I have
3: done my roster for Bonehead Bowl we should be checking it for legality yeah Milton's with I'm quite, seventeen. I'm parashica. quite happy
1: to discuss my roster on the premise that I'm playing and I get to see everyone else's.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a good point. You imagine? It's, it's four weeks this Saturday.
1: Yeah, i have not like I've not gamed it. I promise. I'm not going to change it at the last minute and be like. Uh,
2: it's optimized to fight any single one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's not a weak link in there.
2: Round I've put fixing. Put them all
1: through. Uh, I've, I've put them all through Chat GPT. And asked it to yeah. tell me what the most efficient like <laughs> counter roster is.
0: Did they? Did it? Did Chat GPT suggest a Orcs by any chance?
1: Yeah. No, it was right up there. So, uh, <laughs> no, I will be running my Orcs with Snotlink um be fun i'm looking forward to it
0: i was
2: oh, really I, confused by that i was just like also oh yeah no it's mixed isn't it
0: it's mix <laughs> <yeah. yeah. laughs> so i'm assuming that means three trolls melt
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what
0: oh, you're doing uh, bonehead ball bone wrong. wrong no they're,
1: they're, <laughs> like i've just really been enjoying playing my orcs again it's been a long time since i've played them i've taken like a like a good year and a bit sort of hiatus from them because i played them so much before um and I've been playing Chaos, I've been playing SLAN, I've been playing a few other, i um, played Underworld for a little bit. And I've come back to my orcs and it's just so comfortable to play. I just really enjoy the games. It's just the playstyle where I'm like really like I, I know I know what I'm doing. I don't feel yeah. like panicked. I know exactly where I've gone right and where I've gone wrong. And I find myself like easily learning from it. Whereas, like with the other them teams them that well, I've and... played, I always just kind of just get a bit frustrated. I don't, I don't, I don't know why it is so specifically with the orcs, but um, no, I'm looking forward to playing them again on tabletop. Even and if hey,
2: you... If, if you learn anything from Underworld, just adding snotlings to a team makes them overpowered. <laughs> makes them. <laughs> I think it's a very good idea
1: to <laughs> run them as snotlings. Oh. Yeah. And the other thing is, I just didn't want to have to paint another team. So.
0: That's <laughs> that is a very solid strat. No, wicked. Look, it's so good. There's loads of games, loads of hobby. This is a absolute golden age. But the most exciting thing is that you've got vampire teams to build. And I think it's time to talk about vampires. Okay, so vampires. If you want to see them in action, go watch our live stream from last week. Uh, we saw Trips running Skaven. And it was interesting because for the first few turns trips, you could see that you were kind of emotionally torn about running Skaven. (laughs) Uh, And then you settled in. Uh, It was quite fun, actually. Me kind of watching, I could see you like feel uncomfortable, feel uncomfortable. And then you really got into it. It It's kind of like a dad at a disco. It was like, oh, I feel feel weird about being happy. I feel weird about that dad. Like, you know, the first time I went to see uh, a musical at the Mayflower, uh, you know, we went to see Les Mis and I was sitting there feeling like, well, oh, this is awfully, awfully happy, isn't it? And this is all like this. And then I got very excited. And, and you know, now I'm sure fair. Um, so um... I was going to
2: say, sorry, Ian's camera looks a bit like
1: a dad. Let's go.
0: <laughs> literally but no uh that was quite fun to see but we had uh, ian Wohannam hannam running the vampire roster and we gave him one of everything we got the vargolf we got the thrower we got the blitzer we got the runner all on the pitch three re-rolls eight thralls because we wanted to see each of the positionals there's some um and about the vargolf being great but it was awesome to see every one of the positionals on the pitch along with the new rule for bloodlust and i think we start off by talking about bloodlust um do i'm not going to bother reading out the rule because we've covered it a lot but basically there's a nega trait it's called bloodlust x plus most of them are two plus the uh blitzer and the beast boy the bat ogre are three plus if you blocking or blitzing you get add plus one you roll the test if you fail the test at the end of your activation you have to be in base comp. you don't have to be but if you're in base contact with a thrall you can bite them it goes straight through your armor and it's straight to either stunned ko or casualty um if you don't bite anybody it's a turnover If you pass the bloodlust you do whatever the heck you like as normal so it's kind of like bonehead but manageable a little bit um and it was really interesting to see because the last few years vampires have been running animal savagery which is really an interesting rule but i don't know this fits better they're vampires they get bloodlust they want blood they take blood then they go on their merry little way so my first question to you guys is having seen or played it with or against vampires now the new bloodlust rule is it better than Animal Savagery?
3: Yes. yes. Yeah, 100% yes.
0: All right, next episode. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Trips, you got to play against them. Um, and this is the thing I really want to pick your brains on here. And it's I, playing against them. From what I saw, you tuned into how vampires played in the second half. So you played against them very differently than the first half. did Bloodlust play out on the pitch the way you expected it to or is this something that played ended up feeling different as the game went on?
3: Uh, I think as the opposing coach Bloodlust is one of those things that you're aware it's going to upset your opponent Um, it's not really going to influence your play much it's really how much they'll get to do in their turn Um, I think for me the big influence was going because of bloodlust every vampire is tied to can only go where the thralls will be so i turned the second half into well you can only a go where your thralls are if they're standing up and b if they're not if they're still standing up if i can mark them then you're not going anywhere very quickly
0: now, just, right. to, just to clarify, you can bite a prone or stunned thrall, but the point there is that for mobility's sake, you mark a thrall, you smack a thrall down, or a vampire eats a thrall, it means that the vampire can't progress any further than their furthest most thrall, because if they fail bloodlust, they can't score, and if they don't end up next to the thrall, it's going to be a turnover. So what you're describing there, Trips, like basing the, the, the thralls, because they're edge 3+. plus. The thralls are good but they're not great three plus dodge with no re-rolls is a bad dodge ben it's a bad dodge um <laughs> three plus scaven dodges all the time but it is it's something that's another chance and the thing with bloodlust that i think is absolutely massive and in my mind played out no i don't want to say worse but definitely oh that's more impactful than i first thought was animal savagery you smack a dude you roll armor they're prone sometimes they're all right and they get back up again that very same turn and they're fine bloodlust you bite a thrall the best you got is a stunned thrall and they're out for all of this turn and then you're rolling over next turn so you're out a turn and a half of thrall because they lose three movement and that is it feels absolutely massive Hmm. Just don't fail, ble- don't fail bloodlust, and you're fine though, right?
3: <laughs> that's that's right. Mean, that, that is so so much it. When you don't fail it, that you've got so much freedom with the vampires, um, and and also choosing when you don't mind failing it. So it is very valid to do the thing with you want to do with the vampire at the very end of the turn and go. Whoa.
1: Oh. And for the majority of the team, it's no worse than an ogre's bonehead, right?
0: It depends on whether you're running the blitzer or not. And it was it was interesting to see on the stream that Ian uh Warhanam definitely tried to avoid and you could you could see him kind of wincing when he had to move his three plus pieces. It was kind Ooh. of like ah, I need to move it's the fine. blitzer.
2: Just move him last.
0: Well, no, no, no. But the point is, if you've got a vampire, if you've got a blitzer on the pitch and you need that blitzer to do something like pick up the ball or hand off the ball, oh, right, okay. it is kind of like, ah, okay. I have, yeah, I'm I think, going to lose a thrall when I activate I think this the blitzer
2: is like a liability. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I've like, i I've said early on with like the bargeist, I think he's insanely good. Because you, for one, it's plus one to Animal Savagery on moving anyway. And then you don't need someone next to you, so he doesn't need to be babysat. You're guaranteed to be able to move him every turn if you don't get stupid turnovers throughout the turn. But you can just easily move him. Like, you can just take the turnover at the end. Like, he doesn't get stranded like other big guys can get. And, yeah, I just think he's he's phenomenal. And I, I don't see this... I mean, I didn't play the game, but I don't see this rule as being that hindering compared to some other... no. Um, Negatraits traits and the fact it's three plus on a big guy as well
0: it's like a lot better Mm. so you're you're bang on it's not it's not as hindering and it definitely it feels so much it feels so much different this feels so much better designed like yeah bonehead animal savage or whatever i just don't get to use this piece with bloodlust i think just like you said ben you will always get to use your piece it's just you gotta sequence it right or it will end your turn which can be worse or can be better. But in your example there of the Vargolf, and you saw this from Warhammer as as he went into the second half, very much a case of like, yeah, I'll take the turnover. Like I'm not going to bite a guy. I'll just take a turnover. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson I came away from that video is sometimes you just, it's better to take the turnover. Like you prioritize the stuff you need to do first and you accept the fact that if your thrower loses his beans and bites a thrall, he's going to have to do that. That's fine. But then you take the blitz or the block with all your angry boys, actually do that last if you don't need to punch a hole, and just take the turn, the turnover. Because I would much rather have a Vargolf standing next to a thrall who's also yeah. standing, but my turn's over, than, than than having 10 players on the pitch for two turns. I mean, he
2: doesn't have a tackle zone, so he can just move away from the Vargolf, but yeah, it's but still fine. He's still there.
0: Yeah, but if you've got the thrall next to him, he's like I'd rather have two oh, players. Sorry that, sorry. Okay. Two players yeah. there ready to go next turn.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I like as well, like you can just change your action. Like if you if you go for a block, you just like, oh shoot, I failed bloodlust. Well, I'll just dodge away and go by a thrall then and move and progress the ball a different way. Like I I think there's so much flexibility in this nega trait, which others don't have. Like others it's just like, you have to do this. You fail. Okay, tough. Good luck. But yeah. Like this one, it's just like you have options. Like, you can buy it through, you can take a turnover, you can change your action, you can still do a blitz, you can do a move if you want. And it's a nice, you don't way. have to score with them, like, yeah, so yeah
0: it's I a nice way to see. mitigate that failure, isn't it? Like, like yeah. exactly what like you said, like, oh, guys, we've all been there, right? The troll, ah, we're all really stupid. That's my turnover. Hmm. Like, I needed the troll yeah. to throw a guy,
2: like, it's I, basically that... turnover anyway. <laughs>
0: it's like, huh. Yeah, exactly exactly right well actually with this you get the options and um, so it was really interesting to see that now i think uh, we'll talk about the uh, the different positionals and the one we're definitely going to start with is the thrower because i love the thrower and in that game he felt brilliant he wasn't griff he's not fast enough to be game-changing but he will basically always have a good dodge he will always have a good block and he will always have a good throw. And that is just very good and also very annoying trips. I don't know. You only had one thrower to play against. I wholeheartedly recommend and expect all other vampire rosters to have two throwers because they are just miles better than any other position around there. But when you were playing against the thrower, were you were you cognizant of the fact that he was just an annoying slow griff most of the time?
3: Oh, absolutely because he eats when Ian was on on offense when he has the ball there is very little it's just like Griff, very little he can't do and it all becomes about what he's going to do and how he he does it 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 became my sort of single goal to track him down with a rat ogre to try and (laughs) try and get rid of him and and I think if you've got two vampire throwers that is going to really give you lots of flexibility to what you do. Because you can you can grind the ball, you can pass the ball, you can hand it off and run around like a mad I- idiot. It's it's going to give you so much flexibility, and you just cannot pick him off either because he's got base strength four.
1: <laughs>
0: we we're talking about how good strength four players are earlier. So yeah, I think a pair of throw is almost ubiquitous for vampires. They've got the best Bloodlust and they've got the best stat line. I I just think they're phenomenal. So we went into the game expecting the Vampire Thrower to be good because he's basically a Vampire of old, but better. The one we were interested by is the Blitzer. Now, the only difference in these two players is that the Blitzer doesn't have a good passing. He doesn't have pass. He has Juggernaut instead and Bloodlust 3+. And it was really interesting to see. I mean, guys, you know this, like... A two plus pass is automatic uh, sorry a two plus dodge is automatic right a three plus dodge is something you don't ever take yes i know ben but you know generally speaking it's kind of like eh, i don't know about this like if I, uh, I don't know about this and kind of activating the blood dust it, it really came into it because two plus to keep yourself mobile is fine but the three plus brings you into that that kind of risk reward range Juggernaut, I don't know if we really saw that do anything at all, but that may have been because the Vargolf was already there. But I think I think Juggs is
1: It's a really weird one, isn't it? It's very situational, isn't it? The for me, the blitzer, it's it's very strange. Like normally when I look at a team, the blitzers, the positional that stands out to me because often they're like at the forefront they're doing blocks they're potentially carrying the ball all of these things when i looked at the vampire blitzer stats i was like well the, the three plus bloodlust as, as, as ben said a minute ago it's kind of makes them a bit of a liability and then when you put juggernaut on it which isn't so appealing and then you look at the cost and it's the same cost as what you just got for that thrower e- yeah, not quite as appealing, are
0: they? Not as appealing. Still very good. Like, yeah, it's still very good. It is just, you've got this thrower and it is kind of like, Trips, you're an NFL fan. You know, you look at all these teams with tier two quarterbacks and you're like, hey, yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. And then you've got, like, Josh Allen.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah know, he's like, Josh Allen, Cam Newton in his prime.
0: Right? <laughs> and you've just got those guys and then you've got and somebody else and it's just like yeah there's nothing wrong with you per se like you're a good player you're just not as good as the thrower and i think potentially you're that taking may... them the thrower might be under costed i
2: was going to say you're taking them for strength access right like mm. that's when you'd need these if you're having a roster you're like okay i want some guard i want some mighty blow whatever like that's what you were taking these guys for and even okay. like with like stick strip ball on them on tackle and you got quite a decent sacker as well so
0: i do really like the idea of strip ball on this blitzer in concert with hypno gaze from any one of the um interesting any of the other vampires wandering up hypno gaze two plus the corner off vampire blitzer he's got strip ball with jugs wanders in there to die block you're looking for double skulls otherwise that ball is coming out and that is where this guy shines and that's where that that 3 plus becomes 2 plus anyway because you're blitzing and Juggernaut becomes a benefit of a free skill. Now, we've seen Games Workshop do this a lot recently. I mean, you've got jugs on the corn dogs, right, Trips? It's kind of like, yep. here's here's a free skill. It's not optimal, but you've got it. And sometimes it's going to be great. And it's down to you to kind of find a way to take that free skill and make it add value. Um, and it's an interesting one. Uh, and this one, you know, the Vampire Blitzer, core stat line, cool jugs might do nothing but is there to be built upon and i think i think there's a a massive boon mm. there but ultimately he's armor nine strength four piece that generally speaking on a two plus is going to punch anyone you want and if you fail that role he's still going to punch you however you want it's just going to be the end of the turn afterwards no matter what happens and that's still pretty great i mean any more thoughts on what we saw out right of the vampire blitzer
3: I think for me, the the Vampire Blitzer and the Vargeyes, they're competing for a roster spot, particularly when you start, uh, because they they do very similar things and they have the same issues.
0: I concur wholeheartedly. So move on to the Vargeyes. Um, Ben, you were m- more right on the Vargeyes than I was. I was concerned about the bloodlust. I was concerned about it causing and forcing you to have turnovers. Oh dear! Oh, internet's going squiffy. Um, but he was—he was great. He was really great, yeah. especially when he started realizing that he could just take the turnover. And it—I mean, yeah, okay, sure, the guy boneheads, but I mean, that's yeah. fine. Trips. I would tell me your thoughts yeah, on the i never mark.
3: run a Vampire team without a Valgeist, having seen him play like that. He is just good. And from the experience I've had of having a blood spawn as well, having a Strength 5 Claws and Frenzy piece with Armor 10, mm. that's very forgiving. That's a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be be really useful you don't need him to skill up a little bit of skilling up will be amazing he he will absolutely change how your opponent plays I And mean, he for me he really did you've really got to be careful with where he is because you just know he can he can really make a mess of your team very quickly and he doesn't need a lot of friends to do it because as Ian started to do you just lose him at the end of your turn and you get pale blood dust so be it yeah your, anyway <laughs>
2: It's nice to see the armor 10 plus because like every other aggressive big guy's armor nine plus right like Mino Rattoga
0: yep, um yeti yep. yeah it's all regen as well Ben yeah, 10 plus with regen,
2: like he sticks around in league, get one of these guys off the bat and he's going to probably skill up pretty quick with claws and frenzy, so
0: yeah, I think Trips you' are right. I think the Varg is is amusingly despite being a big guy, he's not a big guy. he's got Lona four plus. that's the negative trait here otherwise bloodlust is the same as the rest of your team so he's not really a big guy he's just a strength five vampire and the vargeist having essentially the same negatrate difficulty as the juggernaut boy he's just better he's a little bit more expensive but he's strength five and he comes with claws and frenzy and quite frankly if i am going to go cage diving where there is no cage because i've hypno gazed it off i cannot think of anything i'd rather hit a ball carry with than a frenzy strength five dude because I think that's going to be phenomenal. If you get a mid-range team caging up, you wander up, you hypno gaze, you're going to set a corner on blitz with the vargeist Varggeist in the middle of your defense, five squares is is not a lot of squares, sure, but you will be able to hit that ball carrier, and it's going to be a massive hit. Uh, so I yeah. think I think you're right. I think the Varg is is yeah, I think the Varg is phenomenal, it's beautifully done, but the the most interesting piece. So the biggest surprise for me was the Varg being as good as it was. But the the, the biggest surprise was the vampire, the runner, and the vampire on the vampire team. <laughs> yeah, the biggest surprise was the runner because I see this piece. I'm like strength three, agile two plus movement eight. Cool, we've got an elf catcher here. Would you say I was wrong if I said that? Yeah, the vampire runner is movement eight, but really she's movement six
3: i'd say you're wrong (laughs) uh so i i'd say there's a lot of the time when she's movement six because of the tying to your thralls unless and this is something you're definitely gonna you can see you've got to play chess with your thralls and almost work on the basis that you have to send some down the pitch because when your vampires break a hole, you need them to be there because you can't have them moving at the same time. Um, so I think when when you've got the the thralls in the right place, that movement is going to be really handy. When you're in a line, you're tied to the the movement six.
2: How let's so in my mind, like, and this is purely from theory, for not playing them, but like. I mean, could you not like? I think you've got to play them where you're not trying to rely on like the scoring on turn eight plan. Like in terms of like aggressive scoring, you just sort of delay it a turn if they don't do it right. And like you still, it's a two plus. Like it's, there's a lot of teams where you just need to roll a two plus to to do the thing you need to do. Like, if it's a rush, if it's dodging, like if it's just blocking, like blitzing or something, it's, it's usually a two. One plus. Of
3: those where, yeah, you, it is a two plus, but I mean, how many times does the one rush in the game that you fail is the rush into. Yeah, the, but this
2: one's yeah. not a turnover.
3: Yeah. Because it is. you just don't do it.
2: But you just don't do it. You just decide, oh, no, OK, I won't score yet. Whereas and there's some teams where it's just like, I need a two plus to score and you do it because it's like your only chance. But vampires are so forgiving. And like, you can move your. Th- yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I find I from in my mind I'm just like these are still movement eight. Like what, what uh, is it? Eighty four percent of the time. What's the math again?
0: On the six? yeah 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 is yeah it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. So it's like yeah, five times out of six they're good to go. Um, it's just you kind of movement eight gives you a ton of range. And the 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 surprise for me was like okay let's let's think of some movement eight pieces. Movement eight or movement nine, you've got gutters, you've got war dancers, you've got werewolves, you've got elven catchers, and they are excellent at, at patrolling. Okay, they're great as being deep scoring threats kind of on their own or deep safeties kind of on their own. And the vampire runner with that movement eight, you've got to forget. I think you've got to treat it like it's a movement six player, but every now and again. You get that extra range to redeploy in your mid zone or go for the stretch play when it's really necessary. You just can't range them on their own. Now, the vampire runner, I don't think, is going to be a super scoring threat all of the time. I I, I my feeling with the with with this positional is you've got the extra range, it's gonna work out like Ben said, five times out of six it's gonna be fine. But that one time they're gonna turn over and drop the ball, which is gonna be a significant issue if there's no one to bite. But comboing that movement eight with hypno gaze on two plus on the corner of a cage that eight gives you so much range and if that is still in the combat zone the vampire runner here is not the superstar wall dancer gutter runner scorer they are the ultimate combo piece for vampire teams they are support this is the support piece the runner takes away the tackle zone and your other guy hits it and then on the following turn it gives you another two plus bloodlust two plus edge fast moving piece to maneuver the ball or do the scoring with but you're you're very right Ben it's you're not running off and scoring on your own a lot of the time and you are going to be able to just kind of delay in theory yeah and it's fine like it's just a negative trait it's a negative trait for a reason but um, should we talk can we mention the the big thing that runner unlocks
2: and that's the one turn touchdown for vampires. Now it's significantly easier. Oh my god. They have yeah. movement eight now. Well they can do it. So like they have and movement eight a... yes, with edge access with a frenzy piece that will always activate because your one turn touchdown is always gonna be to the thrall when you blitz. So like your your big guy's getting five uh, strength five on his blitz to do the one turner twice. Guaranteed, you can't you can't not do it. And then you have strength four pieces to follow that up with. And then you've got an add, a movement eight, add two plus with access to dodge. I think it's like insane. I think it's going to be so much easier for vampire teams to do this than a lot of other teams.
1: I think they're going to be wicked in sevens. <laughs> what, the runner? I mean, yeah i yeah, mean like for sure. think about how well my frog catcher did didn't have eight movement didn't have the,
0: the um uh, yeah, strength two as well
1: yeah it is basically i mean pogo one, one better with with regen and hypnogaze yeah but if you've got a varg with frenzy and claws you just carve a path and let this guy run through for the one turn you get a blitz, you go over oh, the man. half line. Yeah. Oh, in blitz, yeah, yeah, if you went yeah. over high if you kick. got a blitz or a high kick or whatever, yeah, yeah. 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 And you're in the the mid, you've got quite a few opportunities actually, yeah, to, to get a one turn touch. I mean, that's quite a niche with a high kick. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Just get a high kick and you win. It's fine. If you if you will it, it will happen. I'm manifesting it. Yeah, what's that time? Uh, three one in one in twelve times. That's exactly what will happen.
1: Um, I well, no, I mean, if you, t- if you think about tournament packages, like you were saying, like think about the skill access and think about the cost of that player for sevens.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, vamps are going to be very entertaining in sevens. Um, yeah. But the the yeah the the runner, I think it's, it's a great. Well, Sorry, so you
2: can you can re-roll bloodlust, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So it's
2: fine. Two plus of the reroll,
1: easy.
3: So and they are going to
2: be fine.
3: Yeah, they are going to be a team when you are going to need to save your rerolls for the yeah. thing you really want to do. Um, that thrall both down the block, just take them both down. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're going to have to conserve. I think the four, some kind of four-four roster, is is probably the best way to go. I mean, tell me if you you think I'm I'm wrong here, but I think if I was starting a league with vampires, which I am going to be. Uh, I had it in my head originally there would be two throwers, uh, a blitzer and a runner. I actually think it's two throwers, a varg, and and I'm going to go runner because I like the idea of the speed. Mm. But I I don't I think there's going to be a couple of different variations. where right? I do think there are going to be some people that are quite happy. And this is this is something that again I, we saw unfold that I I I think was a solid le- learning piece. You can, I think, go Varg, Blitzer, Blitzer, Thrower, Thrower, but bearing in mind that the Varg, Blitzer, Blitzer, and two thralls become your heavy front line, and you just farm thralls and use your two two die blocks there to, to cause damage. I, I wasn't expecting to see that package become a reality, but actually, you can do that. I think if you want to go heavy bash vampires, you can build that. You've got your two throwers. One can be support, one can be the ball dude, or your safety, and then you have... Your bloodlust three plus on the line with armor ten and regen, or armor nine and regen, strength four and, and tough. Um, and just when you're blocking and blitzing, like Ben said, the bloodlust is is almost irrelevant. Um, because you're just gonna be taking those punches and passing most of the time and you're not gonna be in a bad situation. So I was interested to see that because I actually think that is a potential build. But personally, you've got to have the two throwers, you've gotta have mm-hmm. the ARG and then you just kind of season to taste with either the runner or the extra blitzer but i would be leaning towards the runner
2: yeah i would 100 percent. i wouldn't leave over that yeah
0: point. um and i, th- I think that bloodlust is going to hurt you at certain times but generally speaking it's pretty manageable and i think five vampires because of the you can, I, think, I think you can have five Vampires and it will be fine as long as two of them are combat pieces that you are leaving in combat. To kind of counterbalance that thing. I think if you go and run a runner, a throw a throw a VARG it, VARG's gonna it, mm-hmm. that might be a bit of a struggle to keep everyone motivated all of the time. But if you are gonna take a VARG and a, and a, and a Blitzer and have them be in fighting all of the time then actually I think you're okay. Um, yeah so I'm thinking runner-thrower-thrower-varg or league build and the real question there is do you take the extra re-roll and start with just, t- just 11 players on the roster and this was the other thing Trips because obviously you got to see it firsthand. Mm. the thralls they're not particularly hardy are they
3: no they are I mean the, the they're the one time where I think the Games Workshop model for them is exactly <laughs> as they are they feel like bones with clothes on and they play like bones with clothes on because they get smacked and they they are literally food for everyone. Um, yeah, so but... they're going to go. I think you can you're going to see lots of quick games with vampires because they are going to remove players, but you are also going to remove their players as well. I, I don't know how many we ended up with at the end of the stream, but we we were I think we were playing sevens for most of the second half.
2: <laughs> no wonder I had such a good time watching it. Journeyman thralls are probably fine though, right? Like you're probably not rolling many dice to them anyway. Like, If they've got to escape, you can Hypnogaze them free, right? You're never going to buy one.
3: What,
0: what's the if problem with the Journeyman thrall? Die. What's
3: loner.
0: the problem with the Journeyman thrall? No. The problem with the Journeyman thrall is not that he's Lona, that he's your 11th player. Which means you're going to be down to 9 players at, at most by the end of the half. You, you don't get journeyman over 11. I think we're going to yeah. see a, a lot of mercenary uh, linemen taken <laughs> as inducements and I really think people should do that because we had 12 thralls, 4 vampires and there was 4 or 5 thralls out by the end of the game because a wily opponent is going to aim for them as if they're skinks okay, that's probably the best way of doing it. You play against lizards, what do you want to do? You want to take out the skinks because the skinks are the crux of the team Vampires very similar You're playing against vampires. The vampires are going to take care of one or two of the thralls are out of the game. You take care of the other six, and it's just going to absolutely compound on it. um so, But as soon as a a thrall is missing next game, if you start off at twelve players, you don't get anything. You you just start at eleven. So I actually think that starting roster. I, I think if you're playing a one-on-one match play game, the minimum of twelve players. But for league, I'm thinking I start with. The four vamps, including the Vargolf, and I only take uh, seven thralls down to 11 with the knowledge that the first few games, I'm only going to be running with 11 players. Like Ben said, they're going to be probably journeymen one or two at a time, and I'll have to take mercenary players to get myself built up. Because if you start with a 12-man roster and you get a missed next game, you, you've wasted the money. You don't get anything back for it. Um, it's, it's, it's a really interesting one. So it's it's... It's, it's similar to what we thought, but Bloodlust is a bit better and Thralls oh, are a little man. bit worse. <laughs> I think <clears throat> stand goal achieved. I am very much sat down. <laughs> this happened when we were playing <laughs> TI as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, guys, initial reactions before we wrap up on the Vampire team. Is it better or worse than you thought?
2: Much. Oh better than I thought. I i think they've improved as a team to so the previous vampire team for sure. Like previous vampire team was bottom tier two. This is I think it's close to tier one. Um and yeah, I just think it's a really more, way more interesting team. Movement eight is great. Every team should have movement eight. <laughs> Not dwarves.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, where's my movement eight orc? You
2: Man. have to you have, have to
0: move. build him. You can do that. Blitzer scrap plus a or head, movement, right plus one movement. I am red. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um because the interesting thing about vampires is that for the NAFC, they've been rated as tier 1. Now, Ooh. according to the rules they're tier 2. But the Naf guys have looked at the roster and said, "No, this is every bit as good as Skaven. Let's put them in tier 1." Now, I looked at that and I thought that is optimistic. But I'm interested to see your guys' takes on this. With the Nafsi ruling? With the Nafsi, putting them in Tier 1, yeah. Very think the Beachhead and Bonehead Bowl, they're Tier 2, where where they
2: start. Now, they said they're going to revise it in January. They're going to revise the balancing in January. I think it's very sensible to put them in Tier 1, because I think it's better that people get used to them with limited skills. So if people are going to take Vampires in, in, in the tournament, they're going to say, okay, we're going to build it to the Tier 1 package. I think that's healthier to give them more on top of that than to make people used to a tier two package and then take stuff away. I so I think making them, uh, tier one is better because you're like practicing with a worse team. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm. It, it does
3: if they get downgraded to tier two in the January update.
2: And, but if they don't, then
3: it's because they've been deemed to be pretty strong. Yeah because i i don't think they're a tier one team i think they're i don't think top. so either i think they're a top <laughs> tier yeah, two team. um and when it, it it's one of the teams where the coach will make such a difference cause yeah good exactly. a really good coach and a coach who knows what he's doing will be a nightmare with vampires particularly if they don't roll once. but you can have a very bad day with vampires very quickly and you could find yourself in the second half running out of players, rolling badly, and an opponent just running around you, and, and you'd be not having a lot of fun.
2: That's I exactly true. agree, and I think that's why like it's good to have to limit those really good coaches to tier one for now, because I think like again it's it's better that like they gain stuff than lose stuff.
0: I just given, think it's a healthier Given that they are rechecking it in January, as long as they do actually recheck it in January, then I actually I understand where you're coming from. That actually, if, yeah. they're, if they're struggling, they get an extra skill and it makes it more lucrative. I, 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 I If that's the angle, then I think that's cool. Uh, my question would be what are orcs rated at in the NAFC? I don't know. Tier one, probably? If they're tier one, cool. are they? If orcs are tier two, they were obviously...
1: tier two in. But world they, Cup, weren't they, they? they
0: are t- well i think world cup had a couple of different tiers didn't it uh but games workshop have downgraded orcs to tier two and let me tell you mm. i think i think orcs are uh if i was going to playing orcs versus vampires i'd bet a reasonable amount on the orc tier team. orcs to tier one okay okay cool all right actually given that they're going to do a balance check for vampires in january starting them off with a smaller package as a tester trial is a good thing um Chucking, think... chucking them in as tier one for the sake of tier one i don't agree with but if they're doing it because actually it's easier to add skills in the future then I, I can see some logic in that i don't think they're tier one i don't think they're going to play out as tier one i think exactly what you guys have said there's going to be some teams there's going to be some players that can play them really well and there's going to be a whole load of pro skill taken um that's going to enable that sorry mil you know i just i think they're a bit of an odd one so like with the with
1: orc comparison like generally speaking, there's one set orc list, whereas there's quite a lot of variety in the vampire list potentially. And obviously that's gonna kind of throw it, like put put, put a bit bit of mix into it because we're not gonna know for a while what the best, like, Pitch, I'm not sure we ever will, because when it
0: comes to it, it's going to depend on the skills package. Um,
1: but 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 also, where you've got that variety, it might make a huge difference between having the Vargeist or having the Blitzers depending on the other teams that are taken in the tournament.
0: Claws is pretty useful in a Bash meta. Yeah.
1: And, and so I think it will be much harder to judge the Vampire team in like a short period of time as a result of that. Whereas yeah. there are other other teams, Orcs are a great example of that, where there's pretty much just like a flat list that everyone will run with maybe a tiny variation, but there's yeah. not much deviation. Is it. it's, it's blitzer's big ends and then
3: whatever you like. Everyone loves top the
0: troll thrower combo. Um, yeah, sorry. that's pretty good. Sorry, Trips. Yeah.
3: Well, I was, and even for the different levels of build, so for a, there's going to be different for a 1.05, a 1.1, a 1.15, mm. and a 1.2. You've got. You've got a variety of rosters at each of those levels not just oh, if it's a 1.1 you take this if it's 1.2 you can squeeze this in yeah uh, at 1.2 there's probably six different rosters you could take because you start to you start to trade players for rerolls uh, and detail uh, the, the skills skills packages will be fun because i think there's there's a there's a fair few different skill packages you can run there, very much dependent on how you want to play them
0: yeah definitely it's, it's uh, which i think is just a testament to how exciting this roster is um because you know we're going to see loads of variation absolutely love it anyway to, to to wrap up with vampires i think a couple of week one learns it's okay to turn over instead of eating a guy um and the vargeist is is pretty awesome i think those are two things that are definitely worth worth knowing um and I look forward to playing with the Sylvanian family's new stars. Yeah,
2: I'll yeah, have I'd love like to... to have another episode on them because yeah. they're mm, interesting.
0: Captain Carla yeah. Fangs in a in a dusty undead build is going to be very exciting.
3: I think we'll have to get some test games in with with some uh, some. Well, I don't know what a vanilla vampire build is, but we might get closer to that. But with the stars, is going to be really interesting because I think give me that Luther Tomb King
2: yeah you, you
3: will play one way against them without stars and they will be very different with them oh yeah
0: well just luther's amazing anyway guys i think it's best we wrap up for today because we've all got miserable jobs to go back to tomorrow except for ben he's going to be he's going to be living his life living his best life which is fantastic um but i look forward to continuing on with vampires because this release the team's brilliant the box is brilliant from games workshop the roster's really good the changes they've done are really good i yeah i i think the only thing they could have done better is leave the runner at strength four but then it would have been like the cries of op um i think i think this is this is beautifully done absolutely beautifully done anyway thanks very much for hanging out guys it's lovely to talk about blood bowl with you um and we are definitely gonna wrap up for today so thanks very much for watching we'll be back soon with more blood Bowl content happy blocking